Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for downloading the Attacking Scrum podcast. We're now into episode seven of this pod. And as usual, we'll be splitting the podcast into two halves. So the first of which will be fronting up, which is where we tackle a big issue from the world of Welsh rugby. And the second half will be heads up, which is dedicated to all the comings and goings, the news from within the world of Welsh rugby. And once again, uh, I'm joined by Dan to help me do so. Dan, good evening. Good evening. How are we doing? I'm all right, actually. Just um, We just started over, haven't we, from... Uh at the Rugby Business Network event. We have, yeah. Who um, teamed up with World Rugby to put on a combined event that addressed two topics, sustainable sponsorship and life after rugby, and it was pretty interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Always um, always interesting to see some pretty high-profile uh, high profile figures in there as well. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a good way to spend a, a Monday evening, but it does mean we're very late getting this underway as well, doesn't it? We're a little bit weary. Yeah, the water the water picked us up from uh, yeah in the Uber there. Yeah, I know that's done it's done a, done the trick there actually, but uh, yeah, well, um, hopefully it won't come across sounding too weary. At least we've alerted everyone to the fact that it might be a bit. Are you are you in need of some more acupuncture? You think that's going to be? I had a, actually had a session on uh, on Friday. You're quite a regular was, down there, don't you? I was off on Friday, so popped back, and um, they were surprised that I'd actually come back for another yeah. visit. And um, yeah, well, on first name terms, it went, oh, it went right, pretty okay, well. Yeah. It was actually my birthday, so uh, it wasn't free. Okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah, she said to me, uh, "I think you're. I guess your age." I said, "Go on." Then she said, "23." It's actually thirty three, so yeah. yeah. I'm not having that. Very, very easy paper round. Um, <laughs> but, um, well, well, talking of uh, easy paper rounds and possibly armchair rides, I hear that you've you've dusted off the boots again as well. And you've been out playing. I did, yeah. Cleaned them up and had a game. Uh, <laughs> had a game down in Kent for oh, e- yeah. Edenbridge Vets. Edenbridge Vets, yeah. How'd you get on? We lost by one point. point. Forty two, forty one. And uh, who did you who did you lose to? I wish you hadn't asked me that. Yeah, you don't. I, really. No, I th- I'm going to take a guess now. I think it was Wallington. 
<laughs> I, know, I knew uh, I knew you were struggling on this front actually, so I quickly googled uh, I quickly googled who Eden Bridge Vets played at the weekend, and uh, it said it said fixture TBC. So I was rather hoping it was TBC RFC forty two <laughs> versus Eden Bridge Vets forty one, but uh, I'm fairly certain that's not the case. Yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't on TV either, was it? So no, not not the televised fixture this weekend, was it? It was quite a good game actually. Yeah, well, you'd imagine so the you weather. Had of, yeah, that amount of points. There was uh, a lot of missed tackles. Yeah, um, and some some glorious run-ins from from all over the pitch. Some expansive rugby. There was. Yeah, it was champagne at times, which leads us perfectly on to this week's topic, which is expansive rugby. Now, again, longer-term listeners will know that this is something we looked at in our very first pod. And we thought it'd be worth having a revisit of this halfway through Wales's autumn campaign and just having a look at how we think they're getting on at playing a, a different brand of rugby. You know, we've we kind of touched on this right when we started doing these, that there's a need to evolve from Gatland ball or Warren ball or whatever you kind of want to call it. And I think, you know, now's a pretty good time to have a look back after two pretty challenging games mm. and, and see kind of how we think how we think they're getting along on that front so I suppose it's just best to, to start down then with, with asking what you made of Wales-Argentina at the weekend We got the win and I'm, I'm very very pleased with that they're a, yeah. they're a top 8 side aren't they I didn't think they played like it though but they didn't no well was it a case of did we you know we stopped them I thought we stopped them at source we tactically we were we were spot on um Held them up in the tackle, a lot yeah. of choke tackling going on. And yeah, just, that was very just, effective. Just stop their offloading games. So I think we really did a job on them. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't really argue with that actually because it was a it was a tricky game. And I, having watched it back, I think it's a very very good performance up front and vastly yeah. improved because with the front five was just non-existent against Australia. So I think yeah, that's pack were pack were awesome, and we're yeah. not we're not always going to be able to uh, play the. Uh, you know the type, the type of rugby that you know we all really want to see. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to um, I'm going to start with the pack actually because I think you know it's quite easy to look at New Zealand and and the likes and the way that it's and actually Australia the week before and see the way that pretty much all of their players look very very comfortable on the ball. So I think it's worth saying first of all that the pack went well, but did you see anything more that suggested that there was a bit more? Intent to run the ball from the forwards. I did actually. Um, I thought we used uh, the likes of Moriarty, Ken Owens, Charteris at first receiver mm. um, quite often, which we didn't see any of that against Australia. I don't think I've ever seen um, Charteris as first receiver in no. any of the sides he's played in. And he, he had. He, I know well, uh, Alan Wynne Jones was absolutely yeah. outstanding for me. Charteris was brilliant as well. Yeah, yeah, I thought he, um, he really was. Just went about his work quietly, didn't he? Um, so yeah, it was really it was really interesting. We showed a lot of intent. We weren't, you know, we didn't execute a, a lot of a lot of the passages that we tried to, that we put together. But if a number of those tried, for instance, when when we set that Liam Williams move when mm-hmm. he went through the gap and got ankle tapped was 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 beautiful. If that had come off and one other, then we probably would have had near enough the complete performance in my eyes. Yeah, I, I think that's it though. It, it did feel like there was more of an intent, certainly. Yeah, and you know you could see that with with the the variations that they had, uh, who was a first receiver and and who was kind of playmaker, if you like. But at the same time, it didn't always look particularly comfortable. 
No, it didn't, and it's not. It's not going to because it's it's something new for us. So we've been used to playing a certain style for many many years, and now we're we're changing our game slowly and it's evolving. But it isn't going to come overnight. And I thought I said said earlier the intent was was really there, um, and we just need to keep playing keep playing that way, keep trying different things. We also look good in the wider channels. We had Tipperick out wide, uh, Moriarty out wide as well, and those boys went really well um, for the back row and the. The, the balance in the back row looked looked pretty sharp. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I think it was actually, and I think that they definitely benefited from yeah. from taking Lydia out. Yeah, definitely, and we can't you know we can't underestimate that's a you know they're a, they're a bloody good team, and we, we we did a job on them. I think we in Welsh public we're a little bit a little bit tough on uh, on the team. I I think anyway straight after that result we need to be saying that is. A fantastic after result. this result or after, after the after this result after this result yeah. you can say it's fantastic. We got the win, uh, you know, and confidence will come from this now. Yeah, and I think it needs to, because I think there was certain, there was a lot of aspects. Well, in the forwards, it felt like there was a, a really good performance, and defensively they were better. But at the same time, I think you saw Argentina have one chance and put it away. Well, not even a chance; they had a penalty mm. and, and managed to, to get a breakaway try from it. Yeah, they did. We seemed deep. we seemed to squander quite a lot, but particularly yeah. in the in the pack as well. Yeah. You know, there's an opportunity with with Warburton and with Moriarty, admittedly with penalty advantages, but they just couldn't couldn't quite execute in that way. Yeah, in the first half, it was disappointing watching the t- watching the tape back. It was uh, <laughs> it was a bit disappointing. You're still using VHS. Yeah. I am, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, it was disappointing to see Moriarty had a great game and Warburton did as well, but on. Two, it was two clear cut chances where Moriarty picked up and took it into contact, yeah. and Warburton did exactly the same. They were certain tries, um, and Scott Williams as well went into contact on one occasion. And so, you know, we could have, we could have had four or five tries. We left four or five tries out there, and then we're talking about that's you know that's the complete performance. Yeah, but we we tried things. Yeah, um, I mean that's that's it. They're not going to go well. They're not going to. It's better to it's better to show intent in a game yeah. like that. And it not come off fully than it is to get to around another world World Cup cycle. Yeah, and we've only got that one way of playing. Absolutely, yeah. And superb scrimmage and effort line out was was outstanding, wasn't it? I think. Well, I think that's it. Actually, that it's all very well talking about playing a, a more complete brand of rugby, but the way the set piece went against yeah. Australia, you needed a massive improvement there just to give a, a platform. And sh- and sure enough, actually. You know, in both of those facets, it went well. Yeah, yeah, it was on. It was mission impossible, really, against Australia, wasn't it? With uh, with no set piece and us getting bang, you know, bashed back continuously. Well, you're not going to beat anyone with that level of, you know, if you're getting beaten in a collision and getting oh. done at, at the set piece, you're not going to beat anyone by yeah. playing like that. So it's definitely vastly improved in in that regard. In terms of the personnel that make up that that forward pack. Are you confident that Wales have the the quality there to be able to play a bit more with a bit more ball in hand and a bit more of an offloading game or just showing that kind of intent? Yeah, I believe we can. We we do have the players that can can offload. Um, they just haven't been doing it, and it, it it showed, didn't it, during the game? You know, Charteris taking the ball at first receiver. Uh, you know, Ken Owens. We do see a little bit of Ken Owens from time to time with the Scarlets, but. He, he, he slotted in. He took a, a massive wallop, didn't he, yeah, from he that did. delayed pass that he yeah. put in? But then it allowed allowed uh, some room on the outside. I think you see more um, of it though when he's playing for the Scarlets, don't you? 
You do, but there's there's more time on the ball, isn't there? I guess, yeah. and um, it, it'd probably it'd probably be welcome to him that he, he can. You know, all forwards want to stand in that position, don't they? And be be ten, you know, be ten for a while. Well, um, Gethin Jenkins certainly does actually. Yeah, if Geth- we're talking about if we're talking about yeah. playing a uh, a more adventurous style of rugby, if you've yeah. got a, if you've got your loose head prop, age thirty five, putting little chips over the back, it's gorgeous, isn't it? But they look they look <laughs> they look comfortable though to me. They looked as if uh, uh, it wasn't it wasn't completely alien to them, and oh, see, I, I, that's right. I differ. I differ there a bit. It felt like that. I don't know. As, as amusing as it was watching Gethin putting a little chip over the top, it felt a little bit of desperation. Actually, I thought kind of why you, you know obviously the, the end result was great, and it looked like a, a deft little chip. And actually, if it had been fly off, he'd have been yeah, delighted but you, with it. But you've, you've been waiting, you know, you've been waiting five, six years to put in a little dink like that, haven't you? So he just, he just had to see it through. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it just, it looked to me a little bit as though they were running out of ideas. And there was yeah. a lot of times when we were spinning the ball wide, but it didn't look like we were actually gonna, we were actually gonna score. I thought we were in too much of a hurry to to spin the ball wide, really. And that's not obviously that's not just the forwards' fault. And we'll we'll come on to to talk yeah. to the back. But we're gonna we're gonna make these. Uh, we're going to make these errors, aren't we? We're going to force things. Um, the passing passing wasn't wasn't accurate enough, um, but we did try different things. And the four coming back to your point about the forwards, they they can they can play with the ball. Mm. Um, you know, if we if we look at that back, Moriarty can definitely tipper it can. Uh, Warburton can. Alan Wynne Jones, you know, there's a beautiful, it's a nice offload, beautiful little offload. And he does offload a lot. Um, you know, generally, um, Charteris can do it. Uh, Thomas Francis, you know, did he? He, he had his first. Uh, he first went well. I, I will. He, he I did. Will say he went very well. He did go well. I wouldn't a, say he's a he's a ball in hand. He's a ball in hand offloading prop. But no, but they, you know, they can do it. They just need to do it more and get used to it playing in those games. So it was it was really encouraging. I'm I'm I know we're at a different. You know, I'm coming from a different angle here. But I, it was it was an encouraging game. I thought. I really like I really like the intent. I, it did look as though everyone on the pitch wanted to play a bit. But that's more. what we need first of all. Then we? we have to have intent, and then from there, is it not? Is it not right to to ask a little bit more than that? Though, is it not right not, to say that we should be able to execute a, a few more offloads and a few more? I know they've been yeah, used to playing, but this because game, we've but been playing, we've been playing a totally different game for so so long. You 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 you're not you're not you're not used to it. They're not used to playing that. They are professional. Yeah, they are professional players, and they've played at a very at a high level. You know, whether that be with Wales or yeah, but it's like playing. It's like playing all you know in tennis or, or forehand shots. You never play a backhand. You you, you, you hit your backhand. It's, it's, it's hit the net. It's, it's gonna, you're going to be rusty. Mm. And if the moves that we tried, there was any, it was any sort of there was any slight you know sl- well. Slight errors that contributed to, you know, maybe a pass that went backwards, you know, a missed pass that should have just gone through the hands. Little things that then contributed to to, to the errors, and we didn't, we couldn't quite create the overlaps or go through. But we'll sort that out. Well, I hope you're right. I, I think it's, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not entirely convinced, as you can tell. I think that there's a there's still a long way to go here. Yeah, I, I'm, I would. There absolutely is. And my concern is that it highlighted. The gap in skills between where we are and where some of the the southern hemisphere are. But that said, the week before it looked as though we'd never scrummaged and never thrown a lineup before and never made a tackle. So, yeah. in all fairness, to make that to make that step, it was it was a much needed win. We can move on and have a look at the 
have a look at the backs now. Because ultimately, I think if you're going to play a, if you're going to play an attacking, expansive, expressive kind of rugby, you've got to have the, the set of backs to do that. Now, a lot was made of Jamie Roberts getting getting the boot from the starting fifteen. A was that mm. the right call for you? Yeah, it was the right call. I'd been calling for a while to see uh, to see Scott and, and Jonathan team up. They looked they look they looked pretty good together, and they just need more game time. And uh, I'm sure we'll come on to this later, but then we've got to keep that centre partnership now going into uh, Japan. Okay, I really do. Yeah, I think we benefited from from trying something different in the centres. I believe. Yeah. And I do wonder though whether whether Jamie Roberts does have something a little bit more. You know, if we're saying that Charteris is playing first receiver and is given license to throw the ball around, I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit harsh on Jamie Roberts, who's obviously been told to. To smash it through the middle, the whole time. Yeah, probably it probably is, but they just I just think they they complement each other. Um, I can see that that partnership being really strong for a good you know for a good three or four years maybe. So I would keep you know keep them where they are, and you know Jamie's been outstanding, isn't he? For you know year, you know, year after year really. Um, but I'm sure he could, I'm sure he can adapt his game, but he's just or. or He's just being told to play a certain way, so and it's been it's been effective, isn't it? But now we change, now we need to try something different. What about what about the halfbacks? How did you feel the the halfback partnership went? I've seen him force change at scrum half. How did he stuck with bigger? Yeah, they 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 went they went okay. Um, it was obviously a lot easier because we were going forward at times, wasn't it? And bigger was helped out massively by having the forwards in at first receiver, so giving him giving him him a bit, bit more time. Like when he went on the outside, dummy through the gap, we just saw he was allowed. He was he opened up his legs, didn't yeah. he? And ran a bit. Um, I still, for me, I still like to see him standing flatter. Yeah. Um, he's too far back. I don't understand why why he needs to be that far that far back. I don't think I don't think he's um, always been that deep either. It feels like in the last the last twelve eighteen months, it's been a lot deeper. You yeah. Know, I think when he first broke into that side and he was playing some good rugby, he wasn't. It wasn't as obvious that his yeah. first option was to kick. Yeah, and when he does play, and when he does play flat, he, he, he you know, he's he's a big chap actually. He takes it on, and he, he, he seems to, he, things seem to happen. I feel like he's, he's, I feel like he's got more to his game than because he's just known for, for kicking, and for that fearless chase and chasing mm-hmm. after his own balls. He kind of tends to get pigeonholed into being a one-dimensional, one-dimensional ten. I do feel like he's got more to his his game than that, as he showed with that break in the second half. Yeah. But at the same time, I think you're right. It doesn't help that he that he stands so deep. Yeah, but well, he was also he-, he was also helped out by the forwards. We need to, we've we've been crying out, haven't we, for for the last year to see more more skills from the forwards in terms of taking the ball, creating some creating options either side, yeah, um, and having runners. And we had that we had that on Saturday. Um, so I think if if the if the forwards can continue to do what they did on the weekend, we'll see a better damn bigger. Um, but I, um, I'm still, I'm still keen to see Sam Davis. I really am. As am I. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I think he's the. He does seem to. You know, he's very much flavour of the month. Obviously, with us, with a lot of the Welsh, the Welsh rugby going public. Yep. Very keen to see Sam Davis have a crack at the ten shirt, and I would like to see that as well. But I do think that there was a, a bit of a problem generally with the outside backs. 
we f- it felt to me as though we were very, very quick to want to, to push the ball wide. And it did remind me a bit of that autumn series four, year, four years ago when rather than looking up and straightening up, we were just in a hurry to get the ball wide and hope that we could do something one-on-one in the outside channel. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, at times we could have, we, we should have sort of ran the inside shoulder and we straightened up and, and you know gone through the hands, but we... Yeah, we were throwing throwing some pretty pretty big passes, but I think we just got to just got to see it as you know we tried something different. It didn't it didn't quite work out, and um, for me, if we continue to to try things, there's going to be mistakes, but some of these will come off, and you know they very nearly did at times. There was two two you know two in particular that that could have come off. Um, I'm 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 frustrated as well. I, you know there was tries that we left out on the field, but. It was it was vastly improved, and um, there's a huge amount there's a huge amount of positives that we can take from that. Um, I think there is, but at the same time, I'm not entirely sure that the positives relate to playing a more attractive brand of rugby. The intent I'll give you, but the execution, to me, didn't feel like it was there. It didn't feel like we had the confidence and the skill set to execute a more fluid brand of rugby but don't you think though that if we haven't played if you haven't played like that that it's not going to come it's not going to come straight away I know they're professionals yeah and, and, and it should but they are humans and you know they they're going to make they're going to make errors especially when you do something different as well you're confident you, you don't quite have that confidence and that's so much of rugby is, is, is a confidence game isn't it of course it is, but what worries me is looking at some of how the other home nations went this weekend, particularly Scotland, actually. Very, very mm. comfortable on the ball. And, and England, likewise, England didn't even play very well and they tore South yeah, Africa apart. Yeah. They just seemed to look up and there were, there were spaces and took advantage of that very, very easily. Yeah, but they've been playing, they've been playing this wider game for a while, haven't they? And, and arguably Scotland have as well. How long before we can expect to see this come to fruition then, Dan? If, if based on your judgment, the players are there, the coaching staff are there, how long before we can start to see? We've got to give the rest of this campaign and then, and then the next Six Nations. Um, and by the end of that then, I think we can we make a call from there, but I don't think it'll take too long because they are they do have they do have the skill set I believe it, it just need, it just needs to be woken up. Well, I can't I can't believe that they don't. They must do they individually. Do. They must do because we watch them play for their clubs. Yeah, and admittedly it's a step up, but we watch these players play for their clubs, and some of them have played for massive clubs within Europe as well. Mm. So you know, Halfpenny plays for Toulon. Roberts has played in France. He's playing in England now. John Davis went over to France well. There's obviously enough skill there to warrant a big paycheck yeah. away from Wales. So I can't believe that they don't have the skill set to do it. Well, but based on that, maybe they don't have that that cohesiveness as a unit to be able to pull it off at Test Match Rugby. Yeah, because they come, they're coming together, aren't they, from their clubs? And they go, they're playing, they're playing a, 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 different, a different type of rugby than, uh, than what they're used to. So we just... It'll it'll come. Well, again, I, yeah, I hope uh, I hope that you that you're right on this one. Basically, well, it has to as well, doesn't yeah. it? Because we, you know, it has to come. You know, every, everyone else is 
I mean, yeah, the Scotland, the Scottish game showed just how you know Australia aren't 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 a fantastic side. Uh, they play they play they play some good rugby, but they should have lost that game on Saturday. It makes it all the more um, annoying as well, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I think if if the pack had turned up and we hadn't have missed so many one-on-one tackles in the first game, we'd have been in it, regardless of whether we were spinning the ball wide or not, just purely through the fact that you will get opportunities against yeah. Australia. But if you let them in every time they get the ball, yeah. you're not going to beat anyone playing like that. So I think it made it all the more frustrating seeing how well Scotland did yeah, straight out the blocks as well. As well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was it, it was it was such a frustrating game, wasn't it? And... Uh, I felt I felt sorry for Scotland at the end. There, yeah, I did actually. They should have had that. They should have, and, and they'll no doubt be kicking themselves from it. But yeah, based on based on what we saw on Saturday, I still think there's a hell of a long way to go. Do you do you, do you think that the players, a lot of it comes back to the players after seeing how, how Scotland went? Well, the players was your was yeah, very much your I know, domain that's... last week, wasn't it? That you you felt the players' responsible. I'm worried. I'm worried about the coaches. As I said last week, I don't think we have the right coaches in place. I don't think Howley is the man to steer. All of the, all of the coaches? Or? No. I think based on the defensive performance on Saturday, you'd say that there's still life in the old dog, Sean Edwards. So I'm not too yeah, concerned. Yeah, but if you, go back, if you go back to Australia, no, you, you, yeah. you would have had him out, wouldn't you? Absolutely. But I think it all stems from, it stems from the head coach. And at the moment, Howley's bungling his audition. As far as I'm concerned, I don't. I think he, he's still going to need to show a lot more in the in the remaining two games in order to win over the public. If we win these next two games, but we have to. Yeah, we do have to. Would you change your mind then? It's not not at the moment. I think he's got a hell of a long way to go. Based on what I've seen so far, we've had a two or three out of ten performance against Australia. I would That's say generous. Yeah, it probably is, and then. I think the the game on Saturday, six, six. I I I'd be sort of seven and a half. You see, yeah. I I I think there's an awful lot. I've I've still got an awful lot of. I'm going to need an awful lot of convincing when it comes to this. Japan will we will preview in part two, but I, yeah, I don't think that's going to be necessarily a walk in the park. But South Africa, and this is where it could be difficult for Hurley is we should be going into that game favourites based on what on what they've been playing like this year. Yeah, and you, you never, you know, you're always told, you, know, you never say it's near, you, there's never an easy South African side and there's never an easy Australian side. If ever there was an easy South African side, it's this one. Yeah, we have to beat them, don't we? Did you see Ben, did you see, the, see ben Young's just gliding through? And Twice as well. just waving him through. Yeah. yeah, it was exactly the same, isn't it? Yeah, it um, was, you, know, you probably didn't see that level of Negligence in the back row in in your game, did you? For the vets versus TBC, I'm, I'm not sure. Actually, there was uh, there was some comedy moments at times. Yeah, um, pretty similar. Yeah, um, I, I'd be if you're in the Welsh if you're in the Welsh setup now, you'd be you'd be pretty excited, wouldn't you? Got to win against Argentina, going into Japan now, and then the Springboks come to town. It's we we we, we can win and, and must win these next two games. I think we do. I, again, I'm not sure whether we whether we learn anything if we win three out of four. I think it papers over how bad the first performance was. Fair play, they've bounced back and, and beaten Argentina, and you can only ask that they, they get a win to start with. Japan, we're all kind of presuming, is going to be a win. Well, they've all, yeah, they're, they're a tough team, aren't they? Beat Georgia yeah. on the weekend. 
He did. Well, he got pumped by Argentina the week before. Yeah. So yeah, I think you know, it will very much depend on what uh, on what lineup they they field. But yeah, against South Africa, I really think are a pretty ordinary side. No, based on based on what I've seen this this year from them. So I almost I'm not entirely sure how much we how much we learn from this whole autumn campaign. So I think the performances will be as interesting as the results. Because actually, if in these next two games you see a further progression of yeah, it'll be judged though on it'll be judged on wins, won't it? Um, if we get the win uh, or the win, sorry, um, that'll be deemed as a, as a success because ultimately by who then, though? By the Welsh Rugby Union or by the yeah Welsh, the Welsh Rugby Union? will see it as as if he gets if if Howdy gets the wins, it'll be a success. That's what I feel. Um, the public, he, he, it's going to be very very difficult for Rob Howdy to 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 get the Welsh public back on side now unless we see some phenomenal um running rugby um from from you know from from everywhere. Yeah. Um I that's what I feel. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's I think he's going to have to show more in order to win the public. I record. don't necessarily agree with that mind. Um what you say it's a results based game. No, I I mean this it's it's difficult, isn't it? We need we need to get the if we're winning, we'll sell tickets, and then once we're selling tickets, that then comes back into the grassroots. Obviously, that's another that's another topic. But we've got to win. Um, but also, we need to win in a certain way. And I'm with everyone in that I want to see um, a more expansive game. But I think the Welsh public and all of, all of us included want to see an expansive game here right now. And it are just, we demanding too much? Though? Yeah, I th- I think we are. It it it, it, it we it's going to take a little bit of time, and we've got to we've got to be a bit patient. We should be saying great win on Sat great win last Saturday against a, against a very very good team. Okay, maybe they didn't play that well, but we can argue that we did a job on them and didn't allow them to play tactically. We're outstanding, um, and we did look to play. We did look to play wider. We didn't execute things, but we. Uh, there was there was a lot of intent. We, that's about it. Um, and you know, hopefully we'll build on this now. We'll go into Japan. And we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll score some some, some good tries, um, and then we'll build. Then we'll go into go into South Africa and see what happens from there. But it's it's going to take. We just need to give uh, give this coaching setup um, some credit. I think for Saturday. And credit, then, credit for the win, certainly because. You needed to bounce back, and I think the wheels could very easily have have come off. Yeah, very easily. After after how bad. I know you don't agree. Was. I know you don't agree with what I've just said. I can see. What's that in terms of? Look, I, I do I do agree that there's there is credit due, absolutely, because I think you need to rally the the troops. Yeah, they're a good like side, that. really. They good are team. a good side, but I was I was very underwhelmed by them on Saturday. I think if that's all you'd seen from Argentina in the last twelve months. You'd have thought it was an Argentina of mm. of a long time ago. They didn't really show a huge amount and still ran us pretty close. But do you think it was an off? That, they had an off. Day? I think they had a very bad yeah. day. But at the same time, I do agree tactically. I thought Wales did a very good job at, at nullifying mm. them. So it's probably a bit yeah. of they could they could have had those 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 two runaways, wouldn't they? When they when they knocked on, they were. That would have been quite interesting if they would have scored from those two points. When they did spin the ball wide, I thought they looked dangerous, but it only happened, I think, on two occasions. Yeah. So they, they, when they did have the ball, they looked, they looked 
dangerous at times. So that was that was what brought me back to saying it was a, it was a solid performance. But okay, well anyway. let's end on a let's end part one on a positive then, which isn't always easy to do. But one thing I think we're very much in agreement with was that those returning players made a massive difference to that performance, in particular Liam Williams and Alan Wynne Jones. Yeah, that was. They, I mean, we need Alan Wynne Jones to play forever, don't we? And we need, <laughs> and we need a few more Liam Williamses. I mean, whatever Liam eats and drinks, we need to give to the rest of the boys because yeah. he's uh, he's he's incredible, isn't he? But he's a, he's, he's a, a pound for pound really, strength. Yeah, that is incredible because you look at him, and I know he's not a, a scrawny guy, but he looks it compared yeah. to the others just because of his his natural kind of frame. Do you think it's the shape of his legs? Uh, There's something in that. Well, that, you think that makes him harder to tackle. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. I mean, it is remarkable. Maybe, um, maybe it is, but it, yeah. it, it's it's incredible. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe you just need to keep yeah keep the lads out of the sun. And just every, everything, a bit of rickets, yeah. you know? everything he does though is just, he's just so so committed, so determined. But he really um, excites the crowd as well, doesn't he? Again, it feels like you've got a player that that you want to use sit up and yeah. take notice and yeah. he's playing he's playing at a different level at the moment oh, he is I mean that for me what summed up his performance was that the tackle on the 67th minute um, the 67th he, 67th okay. yeah and, and 27 seconds and 27 seconds but right, yeah okay. the 67th minute and he knocked number 16 back um, obviously put in a huge shift during the game anyway but just on you know at, at that stage of the game and he absolutely levelled leveled the block I thought He's, Number he's, sixteen as well. I mean, he is. Oof, what yeah, a player. what a player. Sixteen. What a player. Jeez, yeah. Um, Number sixteen, club side TBC. He uh, is. A, he is an absolute cracker. He's one for the future. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's brilliantly. Yeah, massive, massive fan of Liam Williams, and like you say, actually, it was good to see Alan Jones with not just his you know his usual kind of pure strength and grit and determination in the pack, which is. Which was so massively missing the week before, but also some nice touches as well, the offloads and and those things. Which even if they're not going to hand, you know, he has got he has got those skills in his locker. So those two in particular made a, a massive boost back in the side. So uh, coming up in part two, we're going to have a look at the Japan game, of course, which is the the big news from this week. We're also going to have a look at some of the uh, some of the Welsh heroes who've been inducted into the into the Hall of Fame. As well, talking to players who have been uh, really exciting to watch over the years. And then we'll also have our usual roundup of Premiership news and the comings and goings from the rest of Welsh rugby. Again, a reminder at this juncture, as always, love to hear from you, as a lot of people have been doing, actually, and really appreciate you getting in touch. So if you want to do that, please feel free at Attacking Scrum on Twitter. Or on Facebook, if you want to give us a like, it's facebook.com forward slash attacking scrum. And if you agree with us, if you don't, very much want to hear uh, want to hear what your thoughts are. So we'll uh, crack on with part two very, very shortly.